Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Vampire Diaries Diaries, your weekly podcast uh, where we recap the misadventures of scorned lovers, feuding family members, and every mystical creature in between. My name is Beth and I'm joined as always by my esteemed co-host Claire and we are excited to bring you season two, episode five, Kill or Be Killed. It's intense. It is intense. And to the way that we open the show is intense, too, because we jump back one year to Florida. Yeah. Is this our first flashback that isn't to 1864? I think that it is. And it's weird that it's to Florida. I'm still waiting for the 80s Chicago flashback for, <laughs> for Catherine. Yeah. It's, it's revealed that Mason was living in Florida a year ago. And I'm like, that immediately makes me more suspicious of him as a human being. It like clicked a lot of things for me that Mason was living in a beach town in Florida and drinking in a bar by himself. Like maybe he was hanging out with the cul-de-sac crew on Cougar Town. That would have been cool. He's a little younger than them, but maybe he's like Lori's ex-boyfriend. Oh, because Cougars, and he's a young, hot dude. Well, Lori is the young member of the Cougar Town crew. Oh, okay. Anyway, I just like to talk about Cougar Town. I made my family watch a bunch of episodes of it with me when I came home from the hospital after my surgery. Oh, nice. Did they like it? <laughs> I don't know. They claimed to, but I was also like, hi, and they might have been placating me. Oh, I don't know. I still need to watch it. It's on my to-do list. Good, good. Uh, so yeah, he's in Florida drinking, and he gets ready to leave the bar, and then this like shaggy, blonde-haired bro like does a shot and follows him out into the parking lot with anger in his eyes. Yeah, and he's like, Mason, Mason, why'd you sleep with Marla, man? Why are you messing around with Marla? And Mason's all like, um, excuse me, I never messed with Marla, and then Jimmy shoves Mason, and then Mason shoves Jimmy and he's like listen man you don't want to get into this and they start fighting and Jimmy's just like hauling out and punching Mason in the face repeatedly and kicking him in the ribs yeah like he's getting like super into it um but then Mason finally just like picks him up and body slams him on the ground and just straight up kills him real quick yeah like his skull cracks open and all the blood falls out oh I didn't even (laughs) notice that that happened yeah I thought he just broke his back maybe both uh yeah so R.I.P. Jimmy uh my main comment (laughs) my main comment on this scene is that nobody's name is Marla on earth I'm pretty sure yeah like even in Florida come on I know. I don't get it. So that's just basically how Mason became a werewolf. I was almost said vampire. You did. You said werewolf. <laughs> werewolf. A van wolf. I was just <laughs> British and Russian at the same you time. You were trying to be Petrova. I was Petrova and George Lockwood hit somehow. <laughs> oh my god. Worst accent. My um. name is Werewolf <laughs> Petrova. Anyway... <laughs> So we find out that he's telling this story to Tyler because they like had an agreement that if he told his origin story, then Tyler would help him find the moonstone. And Tyler's like, you just killed him? He's like, it was self-defense. He wouldn't stop coming at me, dude. Yeah. And then Tyler's all like, that's what triggered the curse. And then Uncle Mason is like, so now I just need to sedate myself and chain myself up every full moon. Yeah. So whatever he was drinking out of that Nalgene a couple episodes ago yeah. would have sedated him. Yeah. 
Although, apparently he just didn't drink it, because he didn't seem hella sedated. No. Well, I don't want to see him when he's not sedated, then. Yeah, right? So, Tyler has the deets, and now he's supposed to uphold his own end of the bargain. So he's like, uh, I think it might be over here. And he, like, opens up the safe under the floorboards. Like, all the time, it's probably in his pocket. I know. (laughs) So he's still, like, leading Mason on a merry chase. And Mason is sort of suspicious, but Tyler kind of convinces him that he thought it would be in that safe but tyler keeps on pressing him like what do you want it for what do you want it for and he's trying to claim it's a family heirloom but he got just wants it for sentimental value but then he like kind of strangled tyler over it last night so i don't know how convincing that is yeah very true Uh, so then unfortunately the next thing we see is jeremy gilbert uh, I thought we were over this bullshit. At least we have no Matt in this episode. There was Spoiler no Matt or alert. Bonnie in this episode again. Good. Bonnie's on my shit list. Yeah. And so is Matt. And so is Jeremy, for that matter. But we had to deal with him. Yeah. And Elena has, like, filled him in on the werewolf situation because she promised not to leave him out of the loop anymore. He's like, cool, let's go hunt some vampires. And she's like, no, I'm just telling you, you're still not involved. Yeah. And like the scene opens and Jer is just like casually leaning against the door frame. And he's like, I can't believe that Tyler's a werewolf. <laughs> oh, my God. So Elena's- I found out a new thing about my crush. Um, yeah, right. Uh, so Elena's just like, calm down. Like, I only told you this because I said I wouldn't keep any more secrets from you. And he's like, okay. And then Elena goes out into the hallway to get like a towel or something. And then she closed the door and Stefan is just creeping right behind the door. Again, he pops out and scares her. I swear to God, every single time Elena closes a door, whether it be like her bedroom door, basement door, her locker door, a Salvatore is standing behind it. Yes. You think that she would be used to it by now. Yeah. It would be more surprising if there was nobody there. It would. Then she would be more scared. She'd be like, where's Stefan? But this is only our second best uh, Salvatore surprise pop-up moment of the episode. <laughs> oh, was this? this we'll, get, we'll get to the other one. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's there so they can like secretly make out and be in love because they're still p- pretending that they're you know, on the verge of breaking up. Yeah, so they kind of hash out a plan for how they're going to have their next fake fight, and they say that it's necessary, and they remind each other that it keeps Catherine from following up on her threats, and it's really the only way that they could keep Elena safe. Yeah, and they devise this, like, little code so they'll know it's not real, like, Stefan will say something like, I can't do this anymore. And then I'll mean, I love you. And then Elena will say, okay, whatever, Stefan. And it means, I love you too. Aw, oh, these kids, so cute. But also, excuse me, if you agree that it's a fake fight ahead of time, why deal? do you need, like, a secret code language? Because you're dating Stefan Salvador. Yeah, and he would take it to heart. He'd be like, wait, is she really mad at me? <laughs> Yeah, so they have their cool secret plan, and we find out that the place where they're going to stage this fight is the Historical Society Volunteer Picnic. Oh, how wonderful. Another town event. And uh, Sheriff Forbes is going to attend as a civilian, we find. Uh, She's at home wearing normal clothes. This is only the second time we've seen her out of her uniform. Mm -hmm. Last time was when Damon told her she looked hot in her black dress. (laughs) But she tells Caroline, oh, yeah, I'm going to come and spend the whole day with you. 
And Caroline is just like over the top. She's like, oh, so you want to pretend to be my mom? I give you five minutes. Yeah, she like totally goes off the deep end here. And she expects the worst out of Sheriff Forbes in this situation. Yeah. But Sheriff Forbes is all like, yeah, let's head over there. It'll be all good. So they head over. And I guess the point of this volunteer picnic is to restore some area that they're in into a park but it's already a full park with pavilions and clean cut grass yeah i thought it was like unveiling the new park but now they're like building benches or something yeah and i don't know pretending to paint and it was generously sponsored by the fell family and like who's left tina (laughs) (laughs) i forgot about tina i'm so sorry (laughs) So I guess there's, like, some bonus fells running around, and they're not on the Founders Council for some reason. The Miss Mystic Falls of our heart. Yes. And, like, dudes are sawing logs and, like, carrying trash bags, and it's, like, a whole thing. Mason shows up with his truck, and Stefan decides to go over to try to, like, smooth over the whole stabbing incident from last week. Yeah. So this is interesting because Stefan goes over with good intentions and he's like, listen, man, I know that things went down with my brother last week, but it's really in all of our interest to make a truce. And Mason is like, listen, this is the exact same thing that I tried to say to your brother last week. So I'm not having it. And you can tell Damon to watch his back. And then Stefan is like, oh, hell no, girl, you're not threatening me. And then he's like, listen, Mason, there's two of us and one of you, so don't get on our bad side. And also, you're only a wolf once a month. We're vampires every day. Yeah, that's a good point. you're an idiot. Mason seems to underestimate vampires in this episode to later hilarious effect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Stefan has tried uh, this threat causes Mason to be like, okay, well, keep him away from me. Like, if he comes at me, whatever. So I'm just like, he won't. And they shake hands. Mm-hmm. And I noticed when they shook hands, like, there's a vein just, like, bulging out of Mason's arm. Oh, really? I'm like, maybe do a few fewer reps at the gym next time, dude. Yeah. That's gross. I missed it. And then <laughs> one of the more hilarious moments of the episode happens, which we've already put up on our Instagram because it was so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stefan's just standing there, and then the camera, like, pans <laughs> to the left really quick, and Damon is just right there. Like, his head is directly next to Stefan's head. Yeah, like, he just, like, pops up behind him, and he's like, what's going on? Yeah. We watched the clip about a thousand times. We did, and you can find it on our Instagram. If you're not already following us, give us a follow. I also cross-posted it to Facebook because it's so fucking hilarious. And this is the future, and social media works. It is. (laughs) So Damon is pretty much like, okay, Stefan, I don't want peace. And then Stefan is like, consider it opposite day. (laughs) I was like, what a weird piece of dialogue. I know. So Damon's still mad that, like, his stabbing of Mason didn't work out. I'm like, the idea of Mason now offering a truce should be really a relief to you. Yeah. But okay. So now that everybody's unsettled over at the Historical Society volunteer picnic, we hop over to our favorite neighborhood spot, the Mystic Grill, uh, where Jeremy is sitting by himself and Tyler is also sitting by himself. And there's Amy, who we know had a crush on Matt from, I guess, two weeks ago. 
and some other girl that we find out whose name is Sarah. And the scene opens by Sarah saying to Amy, when did Jeremy Gilbert get so cute? And then Claire and I started throwing up and we had to stop watching the show for a few minutes to recover. Yeah. And it, you know, I think Sarah looks kind of like a mini Vicky in some ways. Yeah, I see that. She had like the same color hair and like really tan. Mm -hmm. I could see that for sure. But then Amy says, oh no, he's damaged goods. (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I really enjoyed that she called him damaged goods. I'm like, because his girlfriends keep dying? Yeah. I mean, he is horrible, but that's just like such a weird way of saying it. Amy's kind of a real jerk, I think. Yeah, but I loved her in this moment. Yeah, no, for sure. And I agree, Jeremy is damaged goods. So then I think... Jeremy starts chatting up Tyler, right? Yeah, he's like, hey, dude, how are you doing? I haven't seen you since your dad's funeral. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for bringing it up, you dick. Oh, my God. And uh, Tyler is like, leave me alone. But then he feels bad, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. You were really cool at my dad's funeral. Like, thanks. And Jeremy's like, no problem. Oh, my God, he's talking to me. I know. And then Amy comes over and, like, just decides that they're all going to have a party at Tyler's house. Yeah. Like, last time you saw Tyler, you were, like, leaving with blue balls in a slave dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a little (laughs) random. Yeah. Oh, my God. So somehow Tyler wants to invite Jeremy. I don't know why. And they all agree to go over to the Lockwood Mansion. That sounds like a party I do not want to be at. Same. Uh, So while they're all heading over for some teenage shenanigans, Mason goes and finds Sheriff Forbes, like, in one of the pavilions at the park, and he's like, hey, I want to join the Founders Council. She's like, what are you talking about? There is no such thing. Yeah. And he's like, cut the bullshit. What if I told you that Stefan and Damon Salvatore are both vampires and you're dumb? She's like, I know Damon. He's my friend. He's and he's an done ally. so much for this town. I've seen him kill vampires. Because a vampire would never kill a vampire. I know. That's but, a rule. But Mason says that he'll prove it. And I'm like, man, he just blew up their spot like it was nothing. Like, I know. This has been a big secret. Yeah, he had no qualms about just giving up Damon and Stefan. I'm like, what is his thinking here? Is he, like, that mad? I mean, he did get stabbed, but... He could at least, like, try the Stefan Truce for a minute because there's no way this ends well for any of them if they're enemies. Yeah, it's just escalating the situation. But I feel like this is a situation where Mason can't keep his, like, aggressiveness under control. Yeah, and he was so good last week, and this week he just pissed me off. But, um, Sheriff was just like, uh, okay, and she starts kind of, like, looking askance at the Salvatore bros. Now I think oh, that you know what, what was really funny in this scene was when she was like, "Oh no, they can't be vampires. They walk in the day." Oh, yeah. And she says, "They've evolved. 
This isn't 1864 anymore. <laughs> like, how the fuck does it Mason know about 1864? Oh my god, I know. And like, why can they only reference the single year? Like, it would do so much better for the show's continuity and re- realism for them to just say the 1860s every like, once in a while. Or this have, isn't the 19th century anymore. Yeah, or have one event in 1863 or 1865. Come on. I mean, all the vampires have been allegedly burned by 1865 allegedly yeah i mean we find out a little bit later that mason might have more information than we realized that's true this should have been a warning getting ahead of ourselves so then we see caroline and elena and they are allegedly painting some kind of like structure (laughs) but they're they have these brand new untouched paintbrushes yeah and there's literally no paint on the brushes. They're just rubbing the dry brush on the pavilion. Like, they didn't even try to make it look like they were really painting. Like, whose decision is it to have, like, fake props or fake actions? I don't know. Like, would it really be, like, a lot more money to, like, get a little bit of fucking paint? Maybe, like, the actresses didn't like the fumes. Oh, my God. I don't know. It was really silly, though. It but was. It, maybe it was symbolic because the conversation they have in the scene is as fake as the paint. <laughs> oh, I like what you did there. Elena's, like, sharing her relationship problems with Caroline again. And it's like, I don't know what's going on. Like, this is all terrible. And Caroline's like, oh, no. What a shame. Maybe it's for the best. Yeah, like, Elena's like, I thought Stefan and I were stronger than this, blah, blah, blah. But obviously she's lying, but the uh, conversation is interrupted by Damon coming up. Uh, he's just been talking to Sheriff Forbes. He, like, went up to her and she's acting super weird because <laughs> oh, now yeah. she's suspicious. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, Liz, what's the matter? You seem really upset. She's like, oh, it's uh, Caroline. We had a weird fight today. And I'm like, sadly, that's not actually what she's upset about. I know. And he's like, oh, well, I'm sorry. And so he comes up to Caroline. He's like, hey, stop being a bitch to your mom. (laughs) I know. Out of nowhere. I'm like, that was kind of a shitty way to put it. But I was like, oh, that's really cute that, like, he is sad that Sheriff Forbes is sad about Caroline. I wonder... I love their friendship. It always felt fake to me. Like, I never felt like they were really friends. Oh, I did. Really? I think they really like each other. I mean... It started as fake for Damon, but I think that he does care about her. He just cares about her because she keeps giving him special assignments from the <laughs> sheriff's department. Yeah. So then Stefan and Elena have their big fake fight, I think. Yeah, and Stefan is like, they just echo what their plans were earlier. So he's like, listen, Elena, I can't do this anymore. And she says, fine, Stefan, whatever. And... Caroline and Damon are overhearing this um, close by, mm-hmm. and that was the whole point, so that they can kind of bring this information back to Catherine. Yeah. And then we go back to uh, the Lockwoods, where the best party ever is happening. Yeah. There's, like, this shot where it's, like, the four of them standing in a room, and the girls are, like, dancing all crazy, and they're, like, silhouetted against the window. I know. And the guys are just, like, standing there. I'm like, do teenagers do this? No. Like, that's not enough people for a party. But they are drinking, like, what seems to be expensive, like, 
bourbon yeah. out of a decanter or whatever you call it. Yeah, they, like, have a drinks card as though they're the Gilmores or something. Yeah, but also, like, what 15-year-old drinks straight bourbon, you I mean, know? I guess if that's what's in the house. I know. They but probably they don't have, like, like, a cooler or a beer. But what if they get, like, some juice or something? I don't know. They're trying to act grown-up, maybe. I guess. But the girls are, like, really trying to make this a party. Um, Sarah wants to hit on Jeremy. And then <laughs> Amy goes... And, like, follows Tyler when he goes to refill his glass. And she goes up to him and she's like, Hey, I just wanted to say I'm really sorry for slutting it up over at the swimming hole the other day. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, that is... No. Have more self-respect, Amy. And you actually didn't slut it up because you it's stopped like you it him. before you got too far. Maybe, like, sorry for, like, how weird it was the other day when I suddenly realized that I didn't want to make out with you but wanted to make out with your friend and then left. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, you don't owe him an apology. It is a little bit weird that you invited yourself over to his house when we're having this conversation, but to his credit, he's like, hey, don't worry about it, and then they clink their glasses in the spirit of friendship. Yeah. That was all bizarre. Yeah. Amy... She's an interesting person. Yeah. She's an enigma. (laughs) She is. Yeah. And Amy is pretty much like, listen, Sarah's got a thing for Jeremy. So it's good that we're hanging out here. And then they all walk over into the next room where Sarah has pulled out Jeremy's, I guess you could call it a portfolio of drawings. And Tyler's like, what's Van Gogh got going on over there? Like, Van Gogh was not known for, like, his sketchbooks, Tyler. Maybe as an artist yourself, you should have better references. And maybe also that's a little bit of a rich comparison regardless. (laughs) So they all, like, gather around to look at Jeremy's drawings, and Jeremy's like, no, 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 I don't want you guys to look at it. There's probably naked pictures of Tyler in here. Yep. But they open it up, and it's all pictures of werewolves. And I'm like... Jeremy just found out that like yeah, werewolves like are a thing, morning. and this is all he's been draw- like. He's already got like sixteen drawings of werewolves. Like, is he that obsessed with Tyler Lockwood? He is apparently. So that's a little fucked up. But <laughs> then we have yet another moment we've already put up on Instagram, where <laughs> they look at it and the girls are like, "Ooh, freaky wolf people creatures." Yeah, and then there's just like five cuts back and forth between. <laughs> Tyler and Jeremy's faces like Jeremy's looking like whoops and Tyler's like what and his eyes are like darting all over the place I highly encourage you to check it out on Instagram yes it's also on our Facebook if that's easier for you to access but it is such a great back and forth of their ridiculous facial expressions yes and so Tyler just like randomly is like, oh, hey, Jeremy, can you come with me over here? Excuse us, girls. And or he says he wants to show Jeremy a picture he's been working on in his dad's study. Oh, yeah. And they go in there and Tyler like closes the door behind them. And Jeremy's like, I don't see a picture. <laughs> Tyler just like pins him against the wall and starts strangling him. I was like, please let him trigger his werewolf curse by k- killing Jeremy Gilmore. Right oh now. my god, that would be a blessing. But sadly, he doesn't. He's just like, what do you know? Why did you draw those wolves? 
And then Jeremy, like the fucking idiot that he is, is all like, I know what you are. Why couldn't he just say that he was into wolves? Like, <laughs> or like, I just watched teenagers are? The Wolf Man or yeah. something. Oh my God. I've, I've been watching a lot of Teen Wolf. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Not the show that was after this. Yeah. The Michael J. Fox movies. Oh. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit tense. Uh, we kind of cut away mid-strangling <laughs> to the picnic, whatever the fuck. <laughs> it is whatever the fuck. It's like the weirdest event. And I think Damon and Mason are having a moment. Like, Damon says, oh, I, I heard you talk to my brother. I hope everything's cool. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I thought this is when Damon drinks the lemonade. It is, in a second. Oh, like, okay. They're standing in front of this, something. like, lemonade stand. Uh-huh. It's run by a little girl, and Mason's drinking some lemonade, and they have, like, a quick exchange. And then Damon grabs a lemonade and drinks it. And, of course, there's ravine in it. Of course. And Sheriff Forbes sees him dramatically spit it out and start, like, gagging. I'm like, I know that it hurts, but could you try to have, like, a little bit of chill about it in public? Like, stiff upper lip? No, he's like, spits it everywhere and starts, like, dry heaving and, like, rinsing out his mouth with other water. And Sheriff Forb just looks over, and that's when she knows that they're a vampire. Or that they're both vampires. And she just, like, stares over for a really long time with one eyebrow dramatically raised (laughs) as it, like, zooms in on her. And then we uh, see that Carolina and Elena are like, or Elena's like sitting forlornly on a rock, like tearing up pieces of grass or something. Yeah. And Caroline goes over and she's like, I'm sorry, blah, blah. And she's like on the point of confessing that Catherine has put her up to all of this. Yeah. And Elena just interrupts her and she's like, listen, you're just trying to be a good friend. And Caroline literally says, no, I'm not. But then she sees her mom leaving, and she's really mad because her mom promised to stay there for the whole day. Yep. And she's like, what the fuck she promised? And so she runs off after her to find out what the fuck the deal is. And Sheriff says that there's, like, some type of work emergency, and Caroline is all like, of course it's work. Of course it is. And... Sheriff Forbes, to her credit, looks sad and regretful, but she has to go take care of business. So she's, like, on the phone with her deputies and, like, you need to meet me here. And we're going to need... And then she, like, looks around. Like, she can't say, like, wooden bullets, steaks. Yeah. <laughs> but then some, whoever's on the other end apparently said it. She's like, yes, that. We'll need that. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. The deputies know what's up. They've been working with Cher Forbes for a while. Yeah. And we actually, like, see that they exist today. Yeah. Instead of just hearing about them from Uncle John. Yeah, and so we see Damon is still gagging and, like, rinsing his mouth out with water. And he's like, we have to kill Mason now. And Stefan surprisingly kind of agrees. He's like, he's, you know, making moves against us. Yeah, we have to take care of it. Yeah, he's like, he's too much of a risk of exposure for us. So they see him going into the woods with a garbage bag. Like, he's going into the woods, and Damon's like, garbage duty, the woods. (laughs) Like, I know, like, they just need to define his test. Like, where is he taking the garbage? I don't know. Is he getting a litter? As we know, none of these people are actually good at completing whatever tasks they're trying to do at this park. True. They're not painting. They're bringing garbage into the woods. 
And they're also sawing wood with no rhyme or reason and doing nothing with it. Yep. Seems like a really productive picnic. <laughs> and also there doesn't seem to be any food. But that's not neither, or that's neither here nor there. Um, they go out into the woods and Stefan and Damon kind of approach Mason from opposite sides. And they're like, listen up, bitch. You made a huge mistake. Yeah, so at this point, we think that Uncle Mason is done for, but then all of a sudden, both Stefan and Damon get shot multiple times. Yeah, like way too many times. Yeah. And we see that it's Sheriff Forbes, still in plain clothes, but now with a gun, mm-hmm. and two of her deputies. And she injects them with her verbain as they're like writhing in pain from wooden bullets. Yeah, it was intense. Yeah. And so then we finally catch back up with Tyler and Jeremy, and Tyler basically just straight up confesses, yeah, Mason's a werewolf, I'm not. Yeah, and then he just offers the curse information up to Jeremy, and he's like, listen, if I kill somebody the next time the full moon comes around, I'm howling on all fours. <laughs> I was like, good lord. I'm like, man, you just like offered all of that up really easily. Yeah. You could have just been like, you're crazy. But he asks how Jeremy knows, and Jeremy does not share the whole, like, oh, yeah, vampires thing. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I read my ancestor's journal, and it talked about wolves. And then there was a wolf right after your uncle got to town. I'm like, you're not smart enough to put that together, Jeremy. Like, why does Tyler believe this? I know. And then Tyler even starts talking about the moonstone and saying that Uncle Mason wants it, and, and, like, he, and he won't it to give him. it to, to him because... He doesn't think that he's here for Tyler. He's here just for the Moonstone. Yeah, and he shows it to fucking Jeremy Gilbert. What were you thinking? Yeah. And then the girls come in, and I I think that is a little bit later, but we can cover it now. Yeah. Basically, the girls come in, and they've been drinking, and they're like, have we interrupted a moment? And, like, you kind of did. Yeah, definitely. They were vibing, but they're like, you're... Missing all the drinking. Ooh, what's that? And then they, like, steal the moonstone and are, like, hiding it from Tyler, and he is not yeah. amused. No, he is not happy, so he starts, like, chasing them around, and then Sarah grabs the moonstone and starts going up the stairs in the front foyer, and she's like, Jeremy, come upstairs with me to get the moonstone, and I'm like, oh, oh you're gonna you regret this, yeah. Um, and then Tyler is just, like, had enough, so he kind of charges up the stairs and is attempting to grab the moonstone out of Sarah's hands. And then girl just goes tumbling down the stairs, like head over heels, just rolling down, somersaulting all the way. And she just kind of freezes down at the bottom of the stairs. So there's a moment in there where you see like Jeremy's face and Tyler's face because they know that if he had killed Sarah, then he would be turning into a werewolf. But then Sarah gets up for a second or after, like, a couple seconds, and she's like, ha-ha, fooled ya, and then she hands the Moonstone back. Yeah. And it's really ridiculous, like, how hard she was fighting <laughs> to hold on to the Moonstone at the top of the stairs. It was very contrived. It was. But it's also, like, Tyler can have this moment where he thinks he's gonna be a werewolf. Yeah. So then... I think we see Stefan and Damon getting carried into the Lockwood Slave dungeon. Yeah. And Caroline's kind of freaking out because she knows something's wrong. And she, like, climbs a hill so she can listen to everything that's happening at the picnic Mm -hmm. with her super vampire hearing. And Elena's like, what are you doing? She's like, shh, 
I thought that was just funny. It was. Yeah, it was really good. Like, shut up, Elena. I know. And so Caroline starts, like, tracking. Like, she has all these wilderness skills all of a sudden. I know. And she, like, is And she, like, hears the gunshots, I think. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. But then she's, like, she sees a, a blood mark on the grass and... She's like, this way. But then Mason comes out because in the slave quarters, or they call it the slave quarters, it's a dungeon. Yeah. Uh, Mason wanted to, like, stay and watch Stefan and Damon get killed because he's suddenly a huge asshole. Mm -hmm. The sheriff was like, no, you can't be a party to this. I'm here as the council, not as the law. (laughs) Yes. Goodbye, Mason. Yeah. She's like, that's not a request. (laughs) So he stumbles out directly into Elena and Caroline. What are the uniformed deputies there as? The law or the council? I don't know. That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, like you were saying, uh, Mason comes across Caroline Elena in the woods. And I guess Mason can pretty much just sniff out that Caroline is a vampire at this point. I was wondering about that, but I think it's explained by the end of the episode. Because he he knows that Caroline is a vampire already. And I think it's because of who he knows. Oh, you're right. But yep. it, it seems plausible at first that maybe he just like has werewolf senses and can detect vampires. Yeah. But Elena's basically like, like, have you seen Stefan? And he's like, yeah, I saw Stefan and Damon. Why don't you have your friend Caroline sniff them out? BTW, does your mother know you're a filthy, disgusting vampire? Yeah. Shut up, Mason. I know. He's just, like, laying it all out. and He it's just weird. plummeted down the ranks. Yeah. <laughs> he was, like, really nice before, and I liked him. That's what yeah. you get. That's what you get for trusting a white man. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. So then, for some reason, Mason just, like, grabs Elena and starts threatening her. Why? Yeah. Well, because Caroline is like, oh, well, yeah, whatever. Let's go. And... Mason starts, like, he puts his arm around Elena's neck and is like, it's really easy to snap necks around here or something weird like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Caroline's like, I can take you. And he's like, oh, want to bet? I'm like, you're an idiot. You're just, uh-huh. like, a non-transformed werewolf. She is a vampire. You're underestimating her because she's a teenage girl. But that is a mistake because she just zooms straight at him, gets Elena out of the way, shoves him up against a tree, and zoom kicks him in the groin i know this was my favorite episode of or my favorite moment of this season so far and she just like she nut shots him throws him against a tree and just like leaves him lying in the dirt and i'm like that is what you fucking get for messing with caroline forbes ah yes i'm so glad she can just do that to people now i know it's especially good because for so long she suffered with like maybe like self-confidence issues and not standing up for herself and now she's just yeah. like i got you yeah so then they run to find uh Stephen and damon and i think that caroline hears sheriff forbes talking to damon and Stephen, right or like she hears her talking maybe to the deputies because she's like oh he's not going to tell us anything just kill him because she's yeah. trying to get damon to tell her if there are other vampires in town. That's right. Yep. And he's just, he's like lying on the ground, riddled with bullet holes. He's been verveined and he can like kind of talk and he's like, Liz, please, we're friends. And she keeps shooting him in the legs. I know, over and over. Cause she's trying to get information out of them cause she's torturing them. Yeah. It's like, Liz, you're my friend. And it's so Car- sad. Caroline's like, oh, they're down there. She, my mom, she's killing them. 
And Alina's like, well, let's go and prevent that. Yeah. But Caroline, understandably, is like, I can't. My mom will find out I'm a vampire. Like, that can't happen. Mm-hmm. Then Alina's like, whatever. And she just goes down. Yeah. And she finds, like, a two-by-four somewhere and whacks one of the deputies with it in the face. <laughs> and gets down there and is like, you can't do this. Leave him alone. And Sheriff Forbes is like, what the fuck? And then suddenly somebody is zooming around the dungeon and suddenly just starts draining the blood of one of the deputies. And of course, it's Caroline. Yeah. And then I think that Sheriff Forbes tries... Sheriff Forbes or one of the other deputies tries to shoot the zooming creature. Mm -hmm. And then the zooming creature uses one of the deputies as a human shield. Yeah. And he keeps shooting for a really long time. Like after it's obvious that he shot his friend. I was like, dude. I know. And I think at some point during all of these shenanigans, Sheriff Forbes is like, kill him each with a stake in the heart. Or so, like, she's like trying to scream to kill Damon and Stefan. Yeah. Ugh. And finally, Caroline stops and her mouth is covered with blood. And she slowly, like, rids herself of her base boner and is like, hi, mom. Yeah. And Sheriff Forbes just looks fucking shocked. Yeah. As well, you would be. Yeah. Especially as a vampire hater. Yeah. So that's a pretty big revelation. Definitely. And uh, we kind of cut to a little bit later, and the boys are slowly regaining their strength. Damon's just, like, suckling on a deputy. (laughs) And (laughs) Elena's, like, rubbing Stefan's back. And Caroline's like, or no, Damon's like, you should drink some, bro. And Caroline's like, yeah, he's right. I'm like... Do you guys not remember Miss Mystic Falls? I know. Like, he, dude he can't tried handle to eat his Amber. blood. Yeah, Amber. And then Elena's like, he said he didn't want it. And then they kind of shut up for a minute. Yeah. And Caroline, I think, here is like, Mom, you can't tell anyone. And yeah. then Sheriff Forbes pretty much says that she'd rather Damon just kill her now and get it over with because she has nothing to live for or something Yeah, she's like, like I can't handle this. Like, she would rather just die than have a vampire for her daughter, which is harsh. It is harsh. What a terrible fucking person. Yeah, and she, like, won't even acknowledge Caroline. Caroline's like, I know how you feel about vampires, but I'm your daughter. Yeah. She's like, no, my daughter's gone. And then Damon says that he's not going to kill Sheriff Forbes because he's... She's her friend. She's his friend. She's his friend. That's right. That was really touching. He like first at first he's like, oh, you were gonna draw my death so like slow and painful because she was like spouting some murder torture stuff to him. He's like up in her space and like maybe has his hand on her throat, but he's like, I'm not gonna kill you. You're my friend. Yeah, like that's sweet. Like he could just kill her, and it would probably be the easiest way to handle this, but. He's going to spare her, and their plan is to wait until the vervain's out of her system and then compel her to think that her deputies just disappeared and Mm -hmm. everything's fine. Probably got eaten by an animal. Yeah. Or a drug deal gone wrong. (laughs) So then I think that they're bringing Liz over to the Salvatores down into the grow room again. Um, Don't put her in the room with the vervain in it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Maybe there is, like, another room that looks exactly the same. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? It's not very well thought out, I guess. 
Um, so I think that Caroline might have, like, ran home and, like, got her mom, like, an overnight bag or something. Yeah, because she might have to be there for up to three days. <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure when Jeremy was all suicidal, they said it would take only 24 hours for Anna's blood to pass out of the system. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, well, I guess that's oh, blood, but that is blood, yeah. I just, hi, I don't know. No, no worries. Yeah, so she has this overnight bag and she goes down to, like, give it to her mom, but... Uh, Sheriff Forbes is telling Damon, keep Caroline away from me. I don't want to see her. She's not my daughter anymore. And oh, Caroline, so of course, overhears it. And it's like, first Bonnie rejects her, now her mom. Like, I know. All she has left is Elena and the Salvatores. Uh, and that's a sorry crew. Yeah. And meanwhile, Stefan's having his own little dilemma. Oh, yeah. He's upstairs with the deep, uh, the deep refrigerator looking yeah. at all the human juice boxes. And Elena catches him staring at them, and he's like, I've been thinking about how Catherine built up an immunity to Vervain. Maybe I could do that with blood. And, like, you're confusing the two just like I did. I don't think it works the same. <laughs> like, you've proven that one sip of blood turns you into a blood-hungry monster. But he thinks that it's the only way that he can be strong enough to fight Catherine. And, like, she is so much older than you. Even if you're drinking all the humans in the world, you're not going to be stronger than her. Yeah, and then he frames it that, like, he won't be able to protect Elena unless he starts drinking human blood again. Which sounds to me a lot like an excuse, because I think that when vampires are attacked like they were today, he's looking for an excuse to get stronger and like his cravings must be worse. So I don't really yeah. trust his judgment here. And if we carry over the addiction metaphor that it's like alcoholism, it's like, oh yeah, if I have just a little bit, it's yeah. fine. I'm like, that's not how addiction works, no. seven, but okay. And Elena's not having it and she runs off and goes upstairs to where Caroline is sitting really bummed out. Yeah, she's, like, crying, and Elena's like, do you want me to take you home? And Caroline's like, I can't go home. Um, so it's super sad. So Elena, like, wants to make up a bed so that she could stay over at the Salvatores. And then is this when Caroline kind of opens up about everything that's going on with Catherine? Yeah, she's like, I can't go home because Catherine's going to be there. Oh, that's right, And she's right. going to make yeah. me tell her everything about today. And I'm so scared of her. And it's really sad. And she's, like, apologizing for spying. Mm -hmm. And at first, Elena's like, I know that you've been spying on me, and I've been really mad at you. And I was like, shut up, I know, give the girl a break. But then she was like, but then I put myself in your shoes, and I was like, you know, I I get it. Like, who did she threaten? And Caroline finally reveals that Catherine threatened Matt, as we suspected. So Elena understands. She's not mad. She... Tucks her in for the night. And then... And then I think, is it that We Mason, go to the Lockwoods. Then, yeah. yeah. Uncle Mason comes home, and Tyler just starts, like, spilling out his guts. He's like, Uncle Mason, I almost killed a girl today, and for a split second, I actually hoped that she would die, and I don't want to feel this way. I don't want anything to do with this ver- this werewolf shit. I said werewolf again. You did. Werewolf werewolf. Yeah, so he hands over the moonstone. Uh, what I really liked in the scene was before Tyler came in, Uncle Mason was leaving a voicemail for Sheriff Forbes. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, can you check in and let me know that you killed those guys? Yeah, Thanks. I didn't see you later. Just wanted to check in that they were dead. Yeah. Thanks. And earlier at the Salvatore's, Sheriff Forbes was, like, talking to her, I guess, I don't know, her boss? Does she have a boss? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm oh, like, I'm Carol Sheriff. <laughs> yeah, that's it. 
Carol Lockwood is the deputy mayor. She's like, <laughs> I'm sick. I'm going to be out for a couple days. <laughs> oh, it's too good. Uh, it's so, yeah. too good. Great phone calls in this episode. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Tyler forks over the moonstone because he doesn't want anything to do with it. And Mason's like, sweet booyah. What does the moonstone do? When will we find out? This is just like the very important crystal. It is. The very important sorcerer's moonstone. Is there a talisman in every season? Um, pretty much. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm excited to see the next one. Uh, I think we do eventually get one called the Bloodstone because they just stop be- trying to be creative. Uh, that's not for a long time, though. Anyway, so back at the Salvatores, Elena has a moment with Damon. She's like about to leave and she tells him that Caroline's staying over. And she's like, by the way, uh, what you did for Sheriff Forbes, not killing her, basically. Yeah. That's the Damon I was friends with. I was like, your bar is so low that he like didn't kill his friend. And you're heartwarmed. Yeah, and you're, like, falling over yourself. Whatever. And Mm -hmm. then Damon comes back at her with kind of, like, his own feedback. He's like, listen, (laughs) even though I know that you don't want Stefan to drink human blood, you know deep down that he has to. He needs it. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, Damon says so it must be true. So she tracks him down in some other room of the boarding house. She's like, you really think that you can control yourself? And Stefan's all like, I at least have to try. So Elena's like, all right, good enough for me. And as Claire pointed out, grabs a dull letter opener. Like, you would have to, like, use a lot of force to stab that through human skin. Oh, yeah. There's, like, no way. So she cuts herself and then she... Like, right in the middle of her palm. Why are they always doing that? I don't know. And that's, like, the hardest place to heal because you're always moving your hand around. Yeah, and you can't put a hand on your sweaty palm or (laughs) Band-Aid. Yeah. What am I saying? Yeah, so she stabs herself in the middle of the palm, and even though Stefan said he just wanted a few drops at a time, he just, like, drinks this pool of blood from her palm. Yeah. And he face boners, but then she kisses him, and his face boner disappears, and yeah. then they start making out. So and I then the most horrible it. song starts playing. Give us, a, give us the tune. Oh my god, I forget what the words were again now. <laughs> it's I Need to Know. <laughs> I Need to Know! Oh my god, and it just kept <laughs> repeating itself over and over and it was the world's most horrible song yeah it was a bit much it was so then i think now that stefan has some human blood in him we hop over um to a car right Mm -hmm. yeah so in the woods in the woods it's like parked in the forest like not even on a road yeah and mason's like sitting in the passenger seat like looking over the moonstone and puts it in his pocket and he's has a kind of a flashback to Florida. Well, he looks over and Catherine is sitting in the driver's seat. Oh, and yeah. Then we, we go okay. back to Florida and like continue the saga of poor Jimmy, late of Mar- Marla's bed. Yeah. So <laughs> after um, after Jimmy's like laying on the ground, Catherine kind of runs over to Mason and she's like, "Oh my God, what happens? Like, what's wrong?" And Mason was like, Jimmy thought that I was sleeping with Marla. Like, I I was just trying to protect myself. I don't know what happened. Like, he seems like he's dead. And Catherine, like, is hugging Mason and, like, rubbing his back. And she's like, it's okay. It's okay. And then she gives, like, this creepy-ass smile. Yeah. So what we're able to draw from this situation is that Catherine most likely um, compelled Jimmy to think that Mason Mm -hmm. slept with Marla 
prompting Mason to attack Jimmy back, kill him, and then start his own vampire uh, curse. Werewolf. Werewolf. Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Werewolf it is hard. Werewolf. It is. There's so many words and so few. So many words cells. we speak on these podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So we go back into the car and. Catherine is sitting there and Mason like tries to kiss her and she's like no I want to know why you went after Stefan and Damon I told you to leave them alone yeah and I don't know like, why why do you said? care oh yeah that's right and she's like it's a distraction I need you concentrating on finding the moonstone and he like gives her this look like guess what I got that moonstone and she's like oh my god you got it and then they start making out and then the episode ends yeah so apparently they've been seeing each other for over a year. Yeah. That's a little weird. What it was kind a of shocker. long game is Catherine playing? I guess it's, she's not just here because she loves Stefan. Nope. She fooled us last episode with her <laughs> sentimental flashbacks. Yep. I mean, I guess there can be two reasons. There can only be one. <laughs> Catherine is the Highlander. <laughs> so yeah, that was a, a good twist. We didn't have a twist at the end of last week unless you count like that Catherine has feelings. <laughs> I guess it's a twist in its own right, but not the ones that we're quite used to like this. Yeah. So Mason was after the Moonstone for Catherine. Char Forbes now knows about vampires and she is not on board. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, she knew about vampires, but she now knows about the specific vampires. Yeah. And it's people that she knew and trusted and loved. Yeah. And then she quickly gave that up. <laughs> Yeah, so lots of stuff that we're going to have to deal with next week. What's going to happen? Oh my god, who knows? What are your new theories now that we have some like new avenues opening up? Oh my god. So I hope that Sheriff Forbes dies because <laughs> Whoa. she sucks. Who just abandons their own daughter like that? That ain't right. Yeah. That ain't right. I don't care. There's no excuse for that. It was the same kind of shit like with Uncle John Gilbert where it's like, oh, I in cold blood murdered my nephew's girlfriend because all my life I was told vampires were bad. Yeah. It's, there's no excuse for it. She like won't even acknowledge that Caroline is Caroline, much like Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. Um, I'm like trying to wrap my head around everything. Like, so we know that Catherine was interested in vampire, uh, werewolves, sorry, because of Isabel's research over at Duke. Mm. Um, so we knew that she had some sort of relate or not relationship, but some sort of like connection with them. So I'm interested to see like what Mason can do. Um, I don't know. It's like really weird. I don't see where they're going with it. Yeah. I know where they're going. It's probably not where you expect. Ugh, don't tell me. I won't. I'll find out eventually, hopefully, unless it's something that I don't understand again. <laughs> All right, so I think I know the answer, but who you want to punch? Oh, God. Um, definitely Sheriff Forbes, yeah. considering I just said that <laughs> I wanted her to die. Um, but it's a hard choice because a lot of people acted a fool in this, especially Mason. Yeah. Um, and also with Jeremy being back, he's always a contender for who you mm -hmm. want to punch. Just for like being there and speaking words. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, just there's nothing that I understand about abandoning your own child, regardless of the circumstance. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, and the fact that Caroline heard her say that she wanted nothing to do with her, it was just heartbreaking. She, like, packed her this nice suitcase of I clothes. I know, it was so caring, even though Sheriff Forbes wasn't that good of a mom to begin with. Yeah. It oh sucks. my gosh, it does suck. Who do you want to punch? 
I was going to say Mason. Yeah. Because he just, like, suddenly went all aggro in this episode. He tried to bamboozle the Salvatores, I could speak. Um, <laughs> and it was just idiotic. And then he, I, I think the worst was when he, like, thought that he could take Caroline. And it was so satisfying to see him get his ass kicked. Oh, yeah, that was the best. And he, like, wanted to watch Stefan and Damon die. And it's like, Stefan didn't do anything to you. Like, I get that you have beef with Damon, but calm down. Take a pill. Like, what happened to your chill? Yeah, it's like something, like, switched in him the second that Damon confronted him. It's like... Yeah. It's like it pushed him over the edge and he could, like, never calm down from it. Yeah, I don't know if it's a werewolf or a Lockwood thing, but it pissed me off. Yeah. And I was just like, go back to being a likable character. Remember last week? Remember when I literally said, I like Mason, and now it's my greatest shame? <laughs> you have many shames in this podcast. <laughs> what was my? What are my other shames? Hating Caroline. Oh, yeah. That is actually my, my greatest shame. <laughs> I had Matt's number from the beginning, though. Yeah. And that's why I'm proud. You were briefly ashamed of that. I was, but I corrected myself. Yes. So, yeah. Good punch contenders. Uh, I Speaking agree. of which, why are men? <sighs> Will we ever answer this question? Um, I think that there's a lot of male aggression in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, like you've already established with Mason, a lot of it has, like, no rhyme or reason, and it seems to almost be a pride thing um now that damon has crossed mason he can't let it go even if it is in the good good of the town and both of their families yeah and he just like suddenly wants to prove that he's as strong as vampires i think yeah like he is used to being like the big strong guy but now he gets his ass beaten by caroline forbes and it's amazing But he, like, as a man, thinks that he can just, if he thinks that he's strong, he can just be stronger than everybody. And he can, like, outwit these creatures who have been alive for 150 years and surviving. Like. I know. He's trying to play out of his league. And it's annoying to watch. And it's just, like, he thinks so highly of himself. Yeah. With, like. Who has he been around before? Was Catherine, like, feeding him lines like, oh, you're so strong. You could take me. Oh, that's true. You would think that he would know better. I didn't even think about that before. Yeah. It also makes me wonder. This is off topic, but Uh I wonder. I don't remember if uh, vampires can compel werewolves. Hmm. Has that been addressed? It hasn't been addressed. Interesting. I don't understand why he would want to be with Catherine, though. I mean, if they weren't compelled. Judging by the initial, like, scene in Florida, Mm -hmm. I think he doesn't know, like, who she is. Oh, yeah. Like, he he thinks she's just a normal vampire girl. That's true. And and she knew him before he was a vampire. A werewolf. Oh, fuck me. I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry to the listeners. Yeah. It's interesting. I think we learn more about it later, but it's a strange couple. It is. Yeah, and then, like, Tyler and Jeremy just, like, abandoning the girls at the party to bro out and, like, then getting all put out when they're trying to, like, be silly and have fun. Yeah, that whole thing was really weird. I did like that Jeremy, or Sarah was, like, trying to get with Jeremy and he was just, like... He was just, just like, not having Yeah, it. he was just, like, no, get away from me. <laughs> he was, like, okay. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I, I mean, that's my reaction to anybody being into Jeremy. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> I know, I was, like, rolling my eyes the whole time. <laughs> yeah. 
Again, a little light on, like, the YR men's today, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, mostly the men were going after each other in this episode. So yeah. at least they were, like, pointing their aggression at deserving targets. Mm-hmm. There was one other thing that kind of bothered me was that Stefan was using his drive to drink blood as a way to protect Elena. He's, oh, like, yeah. pretty much, like, blaming her. He's, like... There's no way that I could protect you without me drinking the blood. Oh, yeah. But it had never been a problem before. Yeah. And, hey, Damon can protect her. Who cares? (laughs) Right. And he's always around. Yeah. He's always just zooming to your side. And popping up out of nowhere. (laughs) All right. So I guess we can leave the men alone again, uh, pretty much, uh, and ask who should have done it. Oh, you go first. I'm still deciding. Hmm. <laughs> Thinking. Who should have done it? I don't know. I know. I can't think of anyone. Oh, I do know. Tyler and Jeremy. They're oh, obviously yeah, in love. They are showing each other each other's arts, spilling their family secrets like it ain't no thing. Yeah. Bonding over booze and ignoring the ladies. Holding themselves up in Tyler's dad's study. Yeah. It was getting a little romantic in there. It was. And they deserve each other. <laughs> they do. They're they're both horrible. All right, your turn. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> Long pause. I know. I'm trying to think. I hate everyone again. Yeah, I feel that. I don't want Sheriff Forbes to do with anyone. I don't want Caroline to do with anyone. Oh, maybe Matt and Caroline because she had to break up with him because. Elaine, uh, Catherine was threatening him. I don't know. And also because she doesn't want to put him in danger. And yeah. That's she should get the thing she wants because she was awesome again this week. Yeah, she was really awesome. And got She's shit the character of the week. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, she deserves nice things even if those nice things are Matt Donovan. Yeah, we can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, another exciting episode. Definitely like kicked the action up a notch versus last week. Uh, very interested to see where all these crazy kids end up. I know. I remember some of it, not all. I know some of the exciting things we have in store. I'm very excited to watch them through your eyes, Beth. Thank you. I'm excited, too. I feel like the season is really picking up. I think that there could be nothing good coming with uh, Stefan back on the human blood. (laughs) Hopefully he doesn't go after Amber again. Hopefully she left town. I know. Girl, get as far away as you can. All right, well, if you invite yourself over to a guy's house, make sure that you don't steal his family heirloom and run up the stairs with it. Yeah, that's always a bad idea. Be safe out there. Yes. <laughs> if you have to take out the garbage, don't throw it out in the woods, because you might get shot and put in a slave dungeon. And if you have to paint, remember to put paint on the paintbrush before you start. Pro tips from the Vampire Diaries Diaries. Yes. So if you want to catch up with us before next week, uh, you can find us many places on the internet. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, by searching the Vampire Diaries Diaries. We are on Twitter. Mm-hmm. At the VD Diaries. And you could also find us on Instagram and Tumblr. On Instagram, we are the underscore VD underscore Diaries <laughs> underscore podcast. Uh, I sometimes haunt the Vampire Diaries subreddit. It's been a little bit slow of late, but I'm always uh, looking on there. So if you want to discuss the show with me and not worry about spoilers, that's not on there. 
Yes, do that. And then also really check out our Instagram and Facebook this week because we have we some hilarious clips. Yes. <laughs> yes, check out the clips and LOL forever. And we hope to LOL again with you soon. Definitely. Mozzarella.